You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's health and adult nurse practitioner and hormone specialist. I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, mama, and nan of two, and I'm the founder of the Well Woman Network, an online women's health educational portal. We help high-achieving businesswomen up-level their business and life by teaching them how to be their number one self-care advocates through providing impactful and valuable women's wellness content and coaching programs so that they feel empowered and informed while making health decisions for their own bodies, thus showing them how their health is their greatest and biggest return on investment for their business and life in a non-judgmental, not too sciencey way. All right, ladies. So thank you so much for all of your well wishes and comments on last week's podcast. It was really, really um, tough for me. Oops, sorry. I was adjusting my microphone. There is really, really tough for me last week to kind of record that podcast. But I just knew in my heart of hearts that I had to do it. Um, for myself, basically, more than anything else, just to be able to get it off my chest and just to be able to talk about it. You know, sometimes I think when we open up and we talk about things that are tough, we tend to feel a little bit lighter and a little bit, a little bit, it, we sit, it sits with us a little bit better. Okay. And some of that anxiety and some of that fear and all that kind of stuff goes away because we have it out there and we, we can say, Hey, I did it. We can breathe a little easier. So yeah, it was a very emotional, um, episode. And I got a lot of comments, a lot of great feedback from a lot of people just, you know, texted me, um, DM me over on Instagram and just, you know, told me that, you know, that they can relate that they've had parents with that they've had those issues with, or they've had grandparents who've had those issues with, or they've just been a caregiver to other people and, you know, how emotional it is just being a caregiver. And quite honestly, you know, I've been a caregiver my entire life. Okay. I, since I've been a kid, I've been serving others and that's just, that's just my gift from God is just a a servitude. And I've been practicing medicine since I was 26. And, um, so, you know, I've always been taking care of clients. I've been taking care of kids. I've been taking care, you know, my husband, you know, not that he needs me, but you know, taking care of him in a sense, like how wives do. Right. And, you never think about that. I mean, that kind of caregiving is very different than when you're caregiving somebody who has an illness or when you're caregiving somebody like a parent, very, very different. And I just did not realize like how different it really was, you know, and I didn't realize like the difference between the emotional impact that caring for a parent is than caring for a child. Because caring for children can also be a very emotional and draining thing. But for me, you know, I had great kids and I never had really, I mean, we had some issues with our children, but we never had really bad issues, right? Where it like sent me down spinning down a road. My kids are pretty darn good. So I'm pretty blessed in that respect. But you know, now caring for my mom and caring for a parent, you know, it's, And caring for an adult, again, is very different than caring for a child, very different. And so, you know, I just didn't realize how hard it was going to be and what a mental, you know, mentally strain it is and mentally leaks into physical exhaustion. And that's kind of like where I'm at right now, kind of physically, but I'm really emotionally exhausted. So (laughs) you can kind of hear it in my voice, but Hey, I'm being honest And I come here and I'm just doing this with you because that's what we do, ladies. You know, being well woman and being part of Well Woman Network, 
we are a community. We come together, we, we cheer each other on, we listen to each other when we've got issues, no matter what they are, and we help support that person in that community. Okay, so enough of that since we talked about that last week. So today, what I wanted to talk to you about is starting a new fall routine. Because for me, I really like, I love the fall. First of all, fall is my, fall and winter are my favorite times. I am not, and you know, I've told you this before, I'm not a summer person. I don't like it really hot. I don't, I'm not really into summer fashion. I'm not a beach going person or any of those type of things like that. So I'm much more of a winter person. I like it when it's cool outside. I like when the leaves turn. I love sweaters. I love cozying up to in the fireplace. I love hot tea. So I love all of those things. Now, you know, do I want to be caught in a blizzard outside? No, probably not, but I still, I love it. And fall is kind of like this transition. Okay. So for many of us, and especially for women, fall feels like a new start near the end of a year, right? Fall, because it's like it's coming toward that end. You transition from summer vacation to fall productivity. The weather changes, holidays are approaching, and it's the start of the fourth quarter of the year for most of us who are doing business, right? So this all means it's the perfect time to try on a new daily routine, okay? And to try things out. Because it's not too late. People think, oh, it's towards the end. It's the fourth quarter. Um, We've got two months left until, you know, the end of the year. We've got November and then we've got December and then it's January. So why bother? You know, let's just kick everything to the curb for the last two months and we'll restart in January. Brand new start, right? That's how everybody thinks. But if we train our minds, ladies, to think of it in a different perspective, like I'm always trying to teach you you and talk to you about, it's like a new start can be any time. A new start can be today. It doesn't have to be like, oh my God, because it's January 1st, you know, and oh, that's when it's supposed to happen. No, a new start can be any time that you choose that you want it. So here's the thing. Let's talk about first morning versus nighttime routines. Before you work on your daily routine in the fall, ladies, I want you to look at what you are doing currently in your morning routine. And then I want you to look at what you are currently doing in your nighttime routine or both. Okay. Think about what you do each day in the morning versus what you do in the evening. Does one of them seem like they need more work than the other? For example, if your days always start off chaotically and, and you, and by the time you get to work, you're completely stressed out, you probably need to adjust your morning routine. Okay. On the other hand, if you're having trouble falling asleep and always going to bed too late, or things are just getting piled up in the nighttime, then your nighttime routine may be something that you need to look at to adjust, right? Also, so here's how you can upgrade your current routine. So once you've decided which daily routine to focus on, you can then start to think of ways to upgrade it. What is giving you the most problem? Where do you need improvements? What are you trying to add in every day to your health, for your health and for your happiness? So I'm sure ladies that you can probably come up with a short list of things that are just not right in your current routine. So whether that means you don't have time to write in your journal or you feel too rushed in the morning, or you feel like you just, you know, aren't getting enough sleep. This is a usually a very good place to start. Okay. The next thing that you can do to start a new fall routine is to do something that you've been putting off for a long time, okay? So as you begin to start looking at a new routine in the fall, it's also a great time to do something that you've been putting off. Maybe there's a local fitness class that you've wanted to try, a DIY project you've you know bought the supplies for, but you haven't yet gotten around to do it yet, 
or a book you really wanted to read that's sitting on your desk. So here's what I want you to do, ladies. I want you to take the time to plan these activities into your daily routine this fall. So if you've been putting something off, add it in. Now is a great time to consider adding it in, okay? So next, I want you to consider both your physical and your mental health, just like we've been talking about. When it comes, ladies, to your daily routines for your overall happiness and wellness, it should be both for your physical and your mental health because these are both equally important and they both can have a big impact by the choices that you make every day. So I want you to try to add at least one activity to your routine for your physical health and one for your mental health or your emotional health every single day from now until the end of the year. For example, food you eat, physical exercise, and drinking more water are all good for your physical health. Writing in a journal or planner, meditating, having mindfulness are all good for your mental health. So see where you can add in something simple, okay? Like I'm always talking about, these are not hard things to do. We just tend to make them hard, and that's why we tend to not do them and put them off. So next, okay, so we've talked about our fall routine, and we've talked about how we can start a new fall routine, okay? We can look at our morning versus our nighttime routine. We can upgrade our current routine to see if there's anything that needs adjusting. We can do something that we've been putting off, and then we can do something both for our physical and our mental health. So now I want to go into talking to you about some ideas for fall self-care activities. All right. So talking about ideas for fall self-care activities, okay? Self-care, as you know, and I've talked about this before, has been a huge hot topic for many years. So instilling the importance of taking more time out to do something good for yourself, that's what self-care is about, according to the mainstream, right? If you want to continue this tradition during the fall season, I want to give you some unique ideas that are great for this and for this time of year. Now, remember, I always talk to you about this. What self-care means to me is not what self-care means to a lot of people. I always talk about self-care in two perspectives. One is the cake self-care and one is the icing self-care. So now if you've been with me for a long time, okay, and you're driving or wherever, I want you to kind of think to me and repeat with me what are cake self-cares and what are icing self-cares, okay? So icing self-care is getting a massage, doing your nails, getting your hair done, okay? You know, doing something, going on a vacation, It's those extra things. The cake, which is the foundation of what your self-care should be built on, are getting better sleep, eating better, exercising and moving your body, de-stressing, right? And also just getting involved in in other activities that bring you together with people, socialization, spiritualization, Those are the things that are the fundamentals of self-care. Those are the things that you should be doing each and every day to up your self-care. And then those other things, like I mentioned, the icing on the cake ones, those are just going to, those are going to be things that you're going to do here and there. It's like this, ladies, you're not going to go and get a massage every single day, right? You're just not. You're not going to go get your nails done every day. You're not going to go on a vacation every day. So that's why I call those things icing on the cake. But the things that you are going to do every day, those are the things that are going to push the needle of your health in the forward direction. And those are what I call the cake and the foundation of self-care. Okay. So these things that I'm going to talk to you about for fall self-care activities, okay, they happen to be, some of them are some of the icing 
the frosting, and some of them are the cake. So the first one is I want you to try to out enjoy the outdoor fall scenery, okay? When people think of self-care, they often think about staying inside and having a bath or reading a book. While this is a great way to practice self-care, it definitely isn't the only option. Self-care is all about doing something for yourself on a daily basis and doing those extra things for yourself, whether inside or outside, alone or with others, that bring you joy. This is why a great way to practice self-care in the fall is to enjoy being outside in the beautiful scenery. That's what I love. I love the cool, crisp air. I love the changes in the sky. I love the smell of fireplaces going. I like the smell like it's been raining here where I live. I like that woodsy smell. I love just being outside and seeing all of that stuff. So head outside, take a walk around your neighborhood, go to a nearby park or hike where the leaves are changing. Get grounded with nature and you will feel 100% better. Okay. Find a new book to read. If you're looking more for an indoor self-care activity, it doesn't go much better. doesn't get much better than unplugging and enjoying a great book. Do you have a stack of books on your nightstand that you keep avoiding? Okay. I know my friend Celeste. I know she's out there. I know she has a lot of books on her bookshelf. She tells me on her nightstand. So I know women who have this myself included. Okay. So here's the thing, put away your phone, turn off Netflix and pick up a good book instead. Get transported into the imagery world of the writer. Okay. Get transported, get out of your own head and get into somebody else's head. You'll quickly understand why it's such a popular choice when it comes to self-care. You can quickly engage in something else to get you distracted from your everyday stress, tension, or whatever we're going through. A good book is a way to go and get a book that you enjoy reading. Okay. So if you like mysteries, read mysteries. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, a journal that's so difficult for you to understand or, and I would definitely highly recommend that you read a book outside of your current field of employment or current field of expertise or thereof. Okay. Find something enjoyable to read. Next thing that I love to do is I love to change up and experiment with, with essential oils in fall, spring, winter. I change it all up during the seasons. Okay. So there are some great fall essential oils that are highly like just awesome that have good health properties as well as great scents. And those are cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, ginger, cedarwood, fir, sweet orange, and lemon. Experiment with these ladies, put them in your diffuser, you know, get some essential oil blends, make your own, buy some already pre-made, experiment with them, put them on your sheets, put them in like, I have this little charcoal thing that I put them in by my, and I put a couple drops by my bedside so I can smell them all night long. Put them in your bath, do some, you know, even if you take a shower, put some in the shower on a washcloth and let it just simmer in the steam in the shower. You'll really find it up levels that experience to no end. And then you know that I'm always going to talk to you about enjoy healthy fall superfoods. Okay. Because Foods are changing and especially fruits and vegetables change the season. So get reap the fruits and vegetables of that season. Okay. So it's self-care is also about taking care of your physical health. It includes eating a balanced diet, like in those fundamental things that I talked to you about. So I definitely want you to add more healthy produce by choosing from the fall superfoods that are popular this time of year. Okay. So let's go over them. What they are. They are kale, they're apples, pears, pumpkin, butternut squash, pomegranates, Brussels sprouts, and sweet potatoes. So make yourself a kale salad with apples and pears. Enjoy a rich bowl of, butter, of butternut squash soup or whip up a baked sweet potato with your favorite toppings. Try different things, ladies. 
my friend Stephanie is putting out this great recipe cookbook for the holiday. And hey, you know what? I'm going to try some of the recipes. I'm always looking for new things to try. So be curious about your food and about trying different things. Don't stay with the same old, same old. You know, we are creatures of habit. I get that. But sometimes venturing out and trying different things that we haven't tried, you know, in the summer or spring. And now that those things are, those foods are around now, give it a try. You'll, you'll, you'll learn to enjoy a lot more and your palate will grow in taste as well. The next thing you know that I'm always going to talk to you about too is exercise in a way that you enjoy. So here's the thing, ladies, exercise is one of those fundamental self-care ways. Okay. And in many ways it can improve your physical health and it can help with preventing disease, but it also can help your mental health by releasing endorphins and put you in a better mood. It can also help with a lot with sleep. If you're struggling to get to sleep on time in the evenings, exercise can be good. The trick for us is, a, is in the part of self-care is finding an exercise like I talked about earlier that you enjoy. You should not force yourself to do a workout routine you hate and call it self-care or call it part of your fundamentals. You've got to do stuff that you enjoy. Do something like do yoga, go try a Pilates class, take a spin class if you want. I'm not saying spin every night, but spin maybe one, take a, one of those exercise classes at the gym or they have them at the Y or whatever, or get out and roller skate with your kids or your grandkids or play some hockey or play basketball, do something fun and do something different. Change up your routine. That's what keeps you healthy. Okay. So when we change up our routine. Next, I want to go in and I want to talk to you about the best supplements to take in the fall. So head on back in a few minutes. All right. So the best supplements for the fall. So supplements are important to take year round, but there are some that you should be focusing on in the fall season. This is, this can be related to your diet, available produce and changes in the climate. So here's some of the supplements that I want you to consider. Always vitamin D. We're going to start here because vitamin D is one of the most important supplements you need in the fall, but you need it all year long. But because the sun is going down and we're not getting as much time outside in the sunlight, you need a vitamin D. Okay. Vitamin D is good for your immune system. It's been talked heavily about during, you know, COVID and all those other things like that, but it's just Outside of COVID, outside of the flu, vitamin D is something that a lot of people lack. It is a pro-growth hormone supplement. And what I mean pro-growth, it helps a lot of other things in your body. And because it's a fat-soluble vitamin, ladies, you need to be taking it with some fatty foods if you're going to take it. And you need to take vitamin D3 with K2. You need the K to help the vitamin D3 to get into your bones in order to do the job that it needs to do. Okay? So you need both, but be careful with vitamin K. If you are taking a blood thinner, such as Coumadin or Warfarin, you don't have to worry about it. If you're taking like Plavix or Eliquis or those type of things. But if you happen to be a person who's taking Warfarin, you've got to be careful of taking vitamin K because it can thin out your blood even more. So always check with your medical provider whenever you're going to add a new supplement, but vitamin D3, very important. The next one is magnesium, which is a mineral that far too many people do not get enough of on a daily basis. Magnesium can be found in foods like avocados, eggs, fatty fish, nuts, and seeds. If you don't eat these foods regularly, ladies, you might be deficient in magnesium. With a magnesium supplement in the fall, you can reduce anxiety, which is really important if you tend to get anxious more in the fall. It can also help balance out your blood sugar levels. So make sure that you're getting enough electrolytes and even it can even help with your nerve function to help you feel a little bit less anxious or a little bit easier on your nerves. 
The next one is zinc. Zinc has also been important through the whole COVID. But again, besides just COVID, because, you know, we shouldn't be talking about or focusing on just one particular time. We should be focusing on things that we need to be doing all of the time. That's what our media should be focusing on. Like, oh, yeah, you should be doing this all the time, not just because we have a pandemic going on or post-pandemic or whatever you want to call it, okay? So if you don't think you're getting enough zinc in your food, now is a good time, ladies, to try to add the supplement to your current daily routine, at least 25 milligrams. Many people don't get enough zinc each day because they don't eat foods that it's found in natural, like fish, meat, legumes, dairy, eggs, and whole grains. So zinc should be in your repertoire. And I take a supplement that contains vitamin, it contains zinc, vitamin C, it contains corsequin, and it has what, oh, D, no, no D in it, but it has zinc, vitamin C, corsequin, and something else in it to help boost my immunity. I'll think of the last one when I come around to it. But definitely zinc definitely has that. And then too, again, we're going to talk right now is about vitamin C. Last up is vitamin C, which you may not be getting less of due to the changes in the food you eat because between summer and fall. You might eat a lot more foods with high amounts of vitamin C in the summertime, like grapefruits, oranges, strawberries, and pineapple, but we probably eat much less of this in the fall. So you may want to consider taking a vitamin C supplement and, or like what I do is I do those fizzy drinks, those enter there, the fizzy drinks, vitamin C, and it has all your B vitamins and vitamin C. I do that every day. I put, put the powder into my water and drink that. So again, supplements that you need to be looking at for fall, vitamin D3, magnesium, zinc, vitamin C. Definitely, you can also find them that have combinations of those where you're just taking one supplement that has the vitamin C, the zinc, you know, magnesium usually comes, you can take it in a powdery fizzy drink as well. You can drink it at nighttime. It can help with muscle cramps. It can even help you fall asleep. Also really good for all those things. All right. So to wrap up the podcast for this week, the last thing that I want to talk to you about is why anxiety and depression can get worse in the fall. And you know, what are some things that you can do? Okay. Okay. So while fall is one of my favorite seasons, and it happens to be a favorite season for a lot of people. Other people can struggle with it because of how it affects their mental health. You might be one of the unlucky people who've had a hard time with your emotional state in the fall, dealing with worsened anxiety and or heightened depression. So there's, a important, there's reasons why this happens. So let's talk about it. So what is fall or what is what we call autumn anxiety? The first mental health change you might notice in the fall season is with your anxiety, if you suffer from anxiety. Many people have noticed that their anxiety seems to peak around the time fall begins. But why? Why does this happen, Michelle? So here's why. This is sometimes referred to as autumn anxiety. It's a type of anxiety that is triggered by the fall season. This is because the change between summer and fall can often feel like a drastic one for, so, for some people. Your da our days are shorter, the weather changes, the routine is different, holidays are coming up, and it just feels like everything is different and much more stressful towards this end of the year, okay? You're pushing for those, you know, Black Friday deals, everybody's trying to end the year with sales, make more money, you've got holidays coming up, family that you may, may or may not want to see, you know, you've got the changes, we time change here in California, which I hate, you know, it's darker now at nighttime, it's lighter in the morning, days get shorter, it's just crazy, and for a lot of people, it can emotionally throw them off, and it can cause their anxiety to increase, okay? You can also have something called seasonal depression. You might also be someone who has worsened depression in the fall, which can ha happen to a number 
of people and for a number of different reasons. However, the most common reason is from seasonal affective disorder or SAD. SAD is often the result of the seasons changing, particularly with the gloomier or darker weather that we get in the fall and winter. So if you live somewhere with a lot of rain and cold days in the fall, then you are likely that maybe you might suffer more from this during this time of the year than at other times. Okay. So what can you do about it? While it can be difficult getting through the fall season with anxiety and depression, you are definitely not alone and there is help available to you. So here are some ways to get relief from your anxiety and depression during this season. Number one, you can try some light therapy for SAD. If you suffer from SAD, one of the best options for you is light therapy. SAD typically occurs in the fall and winter, like we said, because of the longer nights, darker days, and gloomier weather. Naturally, light therapy called phototherapy, ladies, is the way to go. There are light boxes that you can do indoors. You can buy them from Amazon or wherever, and they just help to reduce those depression symptoms. Number two, you can write in a journal. Journaling is simple, and it's a daily practice that can help both with anxiety and depression. Next, you can practice breathing exercises, and we've talked about this before. Breathing exercises help with anxiety the most, allowing you to be mindful for a few minutes and focusing on relaxing your mind and your body. They're also fantastic for getting through a panic attack if you happen to have those. And last but not least is seeking professional help. So ladies, I listen here, please do not hesitate to reach out to a medical provider or a therapist if you need medication or talk therapy. There is so much more and so many ways that people can help you with your anxiety and depression if it gets to be too much to handle. And in all honesty, you know, I have been trying, I've been talking to somebody on the side as well. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to admit it because it's just been very emotional for me, you know, with my mom and just dealing with all of this new stuff that's going on. So I just find that having talk therapy is very, um, is very helpful for me. And especially when it's somebody that I don't know, because I don't want to go, I just feel easier when I'm talking to somebody that I don't know. They're not judging me, not that my friends judge me anyways, but you know, you don't know this person. They don't know your friends or your family. They don't know anybody else. And you can just have this time to yourself where you can just explore your feelings and be able to just talk about things and get it out and try to find solutions versus suffering in silence. Okay. The worst thing that we can do ladies is suffer in silence. All right. So there you have this week's podcast. Okay. We talked about starting a new fall routine. Okay. We talked about three different things today. We talked about or four. First, we started with how to get into a new fall routine. We talked about morning versus nighttime routines, upgrade your current routine, do something you've been putting off, consider both your physical and mental health. Then we talked about ideas for self-care, both some of those that are the icing on the cake and some of those that are for the, for the, um, for the actual cake itself, the fundamental stuff, you know, enjoy the outdoor scenery, read a new book, try fall scented essential oils, try different superfoods that are only available in the fall, exercise in a way that you enjoy. Then we went into talking about supplements for the fall, vitamin D3, magnesium, zinc, vitamin C. And then we ended about talking about why anxiety and depression can get worse in the fall, talking about autumn anxiety and talking about seasonal affective disorder, which is sad and things that we can do. Okay. Do light therapy, breathing, writing in a journal and, or seeing a therapist and, or if you even need to take medication, it's all good. 
So thank you so much for sticking with me for this episode. I can't wait to get to talk to you for next week. If you have any comments, if you'd like to talk about any of this stuff, you can always hit me up over at Well Woman Network on on Instagram. Come on over and join Well Woman Network 360 over on Facebook. Actually, it's called Well Woman 360. I don't think it's called, it's called Well Woman 360. You know, go to our, go to our home website, wellwomannetwork.com, sign up to be on our newsletter. And, you know, ladies, like I said, you know, last week I was talking to you about it too. Get on our wait list for our membership. Okay. It's going to be fantastic. We're trying to make it really, really, um, custom to you, what the, what the customer wants you. And we're going to be talking about all kinds of different women's wellness topics. I can't think of a better way to spend $30 a month. You know, it's like having professionals in your back pocket to talk about these things. It's like having a community of like-minded women to share ideas with, to have challenges, to have fun with inside this membership. So come on. Okay. It's, it's a dollar a day. It's less than a cup of coffee and you can go over to wellwomannetwork.com, hit the membership button. excuse me, all there's a bunch of different places that you can sign up and get on the waiting list. Once you get on the waiting list, we then send you a survey. We want you to take the survey because we want to hear what you want from this membership because we're planning on kicking it off um, January, February of the new year. So I just highly encourage you because here's the thing, ladies, my mission right now is to get 10,000 women to be their number one self-care advocates by 2025. Okay. That's, that's my mission. God put that on my heart and that's what I really want to do. I want to help you get to be your number one self-care advocate. That means that you feel good about taking care of yourself. You understand your body. You can advocate for yourself. You know what good care is. You know what good care is not. You can go out and, and actually, you know, like if you have something wrong with yourself, you can try to figure it out on your own and you can have confidence in your health and in your body and making healthy decisions for yourself. That's what that means. And I want to get 10,000 women because then once we get those 10,000, they can go and help the next 10,000 and so on and so on. That's how we create lasting change. Just the ripple is the 10,000. And when you throw the rock in the, in the, in the lake and it does that ripple, that's the first thing. And then we keep going from there. So I'd love for you to join me on this mission. I'd love for you to be one of the 10,000 women that we get to be their number one self-care advocates through understanding your own body. And we're going to teach you how to do that because it's education and it's understanding and knowledge that elevates you to a different level. And I know that people think, oh, I don't need to spend money to learn about my health. Yes, you do. You can't learn about it on Google. Those are not reliable resources. You're not going to be in a community with like-minded people. You're not going to have somebody like myself who's a nurse practitioner for over 30 years guiding you and going to be answering your questions where you can ask questions, bringing in experts, bringing in my, my team of people that I know. You're not going to get that on Google or you're not going to get that for free ever anywhere. So for $29.99, I encourage you to be part of our movement. So go to wellwomannetwork.com and go to membership. Anywhere on the page, there's a lot, it's going to talk about it. And also there's a place that you can sign up and get on the wait list. All right. So until next week, ladies, may God richly bless you. And thank you so much for joining me and bye for now.